Change Nation. My name is Ariane and today I'm going to be talking with Deborah Shigley. She is the author of The Go-Getter Girl's Guide. Get what you want in work and in life and look great while you're at it. She is also a journalist. Um, she has an interesting story that we're going to hear all about. So Deborah, what a pleasure to welcome you on the show. Thank you so much. For the people who don't know you yet, and I promise <laughs> you, you will know her, tell us a little bit about your background. Well, um, after college, I, I started off in journalism, doing a little bit of you know, local TV, and got my first real job at CNN, and then switched over to magazines uh, shortly thereafter, and went to law school part-time at night while I worked as a sort of fashion editor during the day. And um, it was sort of during that time period that I was brainstorming about possibly doing a book and never really thought I would do a book, but it just sort of was sparked by some of my experiences being a fashion editor. And as I watched a lot of my colleagues and peers, um, kind of starting to navigate the work world and seeing how we all were learning at the same time and what we were searching for. I always find it so interesting because people who, are, who eventually do a book, mm -hmm. there's always an inkling of an idea. Like everyone has a book in them if they just sort of look around. And I hear the same thing from you. Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree with that. I, I don't think I clearly thought, you know, I was going to do this kind of book. It had other iterations in my mind when I was developing the concept. Um, but eventually it, it all kind of seemed like, oh, this is exactly what I want to write about. And, feel like I can write about. So define for us what a go-getter girl is. A go-getter girl is a woman who is ambitious, smart, savvy, stylish, and is always searching for where she wants to go and how to get there. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, there's all different kinds of go-getter girls, and that to me was one of the interesting things in doing the research for the book. You know, it can be, it doesn't matter what you know, career background you are, or where you're from, or it's just kind of a, a sense of confidence, I think, that can come from all different aspects, whether it's your academic background, your professional background. Um, and it's, I think it's a, a striving for and always trying to figure out how to get where you want to go, but also sort of maintaining a sense of confidence that is not, you know, women, I think a lot of times in the work world get a rap, bad rap for being aggressive or all these things. It's assertiveness and confidence without, you know, being nasty, um, I think, is what I... I mean, you're definitely a go-getter girl. <laughs> Have you always been a go-getter girl? Did you go through some times where you're like, I'm far from feeling this way, Yeah. life sucks, I'm terrible at my job? Yeah, I, I mean, I think part of how I came to writing the book was my own sort of searching then you kind of reach a point where you don't know what the next step is. And so, you know, I had an experience uh, that, I, that I talk about in the book where I was just kind of like, you know, hey, I, I don't really want to get another journalism internship. I just want to, like, have fun. I want to do something crazy. So I, I moved to New York for the summer with a friend, and then I kind of got a little bored <laughs> with, like, the hosting. And I was like, okay, well, maybe I, there's something else I could be doing. And I just sort of was like, huh. Maybe I'll write a letter to a woman I admire, and maybe she might give me some advice. And sure enough, she did. And it was one of those sparks that was like, okay, you know, wow, if you just ask people for advice, they might actually give you advice. And you know, now ten years later, it's still a you know a great mentorship. 
I think another experience too was just the rude awakening of law school and working full time. I think it, it really gave me a lot of discipline and pushed me to a level of being able to you know, manage your time and believe in yourself that you can do this um, that I hadn't experienced before because I hadn't really pushed myself to take on that challenge. Do you think someone who's not feeling like a go-getter at all right now, can you get them to the place where they do? Do you think they're born? Do you think they're made? Do you think you read the book, you learn how to become yeah. one? I mean, I, I hope people will read it um, and learn how to become one. I think, you know, what I found is that, you know, as much as like the tools and strategies, I think a lot of times you have to like see someone who maybe you admire, like the, the power of inspiration of seeing someone who maybe is like you or hear their story. Um, kind of, you know, one thing that when I was doing interviews for the book, I, I you know, I interviewed more people than are actually in, in the book, you know, lots of women, um, you know, dozens and dozens of women. And, you know, sometimes you could, I, what, as a, me as a person wanting to read someone's story, I always wanted to feel a sense of like, a little bit of vulnerability, like they were, you know, being honest and truthful that, you know, sometimes it's not easy. Sometimes we all struggle and feel like we're not doing the right thing. And, you know, we're not headed in the right direction. And so I hope, you know, people will feel connected to other women and see that, you know, it is possible. What I wanted to do is go through a few areas that I find women either struggling yeah. or would like to become, you know, different in, mm -hmm. in the workplace. What are a couple of tips that a woman can do, should think about yeah. to become more of that go-getter kind of girl? Well, I think a big one, especially for, you know, when you're just starting out in the work world, it's this whole new environment, um, is trying to stay away from the sort of catty sort of gossip world. Um, it's really easy to get caught up in, you know, who said what to whom and all, the, all these kinds of things. But I think if you want to stay more focused and sort of try to tune out the noise of, you know, things that don't necessarily affect, you know, your accomplishments and where you're headed. Um, and it can just be, it can kind of bring you down if you get sucked into it. It really can waste a lot of your energy um, and really demoralize you a little bit. And, you know, I, I think that's definitely something a lot of women in the workplace deal with. Another tip on the work side? Well, I, I think, you know, you have to be bold. You know, a, a lot of women I've spoken with, they have moments of kind of audacity in their careers where they've, you know, thought up, a, they have a great idea and they really plan out a proposal and, you know, pitch it and kind of, you know, kind of follow their fear in a way. Um, this is what I'm scared of. Wow, I can't really, you know, call up the CEO of the company and say, I have this great idea. Well, yeah, you can. And women have done it. And the ones who've actually made that happen are the ones that took that bold step. Let's talk about relationships. Relationships, okay. <laughs> Tips and relationships, to be a go-getter girl, to go get the person you want, or to, yeah. to be in relationship really in a beautiful way. Yeah, well I think it, it all comes back to confidence. And um, you know, one thing go-getter girls are not is desperate. And I think if you find yourself you know, losing your sense of self and chasing and chasing and chasing, something that you know you feel is unattainable and it's not working 
then you know, bring it, reel it back in and you know, get back in touch with you know, who you are inside and what your priorities and what your values are. And if you follow that, other things will come in line in your life, I think. What about how women present themselves in the world? Not only clothes, but appearance and the part of them that they want to be seen and visible. Yeah, it's, you know, there is that sort of thing. Sometimes you see a woman walk in the room and she's got that sort of sparkle. And it's, it's really about poise and confidence. I mean, it's not, you don't have to be wearing like the designer clothes. You can be in, you know, jeans and a great t-shirt and a lovely necklace like you are today. Um, you know, it's not about what you're wearing per se. It's about the inner confidence that really will radiate through. Now, of course, you know, there's lots of tips on, you know, how things should fit and all those kinds of things, but those are really things you can just learn. I mean, you can, you know, ask a, a salesman, does this look good on me? And hopefully, it, if she's being honest, she'll be like, you know, no, maybe you, your shape is a pear shape. You might need, you might look better in like some, you know, an A-line skirt or something like that. So. And there are plenty of, <laughs> plenty of these kind of tips in the book. We're going to take a quick break and we're going to come right back and ask some more questions to Deborah. Thank you. Change Nation. I'm here with Deborah Shigley. She's the author of the Go-Getter Girls Guide. Deborah, for women who are already overwhelmed with how much they have going on in their life, mm -hmm. what do you tell them when they, they sort of go, I just can't go after one more thing. There's yeah. just already too much on my plate. Yeah. Well, you know, editing, I think, is a good skill to learn, whether it's, you know, writing a report, whether it's your wardrobe, or whether it's what you're going for in life. And I think sometimes you have to break it, break it down, like just even make a list of, you know, these are all the things I could be going for. These, you know, I have, um, you know, one really interesting woman uh, in the book talked about, um, she makes that like a bucket list in her life of, you know, she wants to be doing well in her, you know, in her family, in her work, in her, um, you know, uh, her community involvement, all these different things. And you can't always be going full speed in every single one of those buckets. So you kind of have to prioritize. And, you know, sometimes you're going to be all about work. And maybe when you look back on it, that wasn't, you know, maybe your relationships weren't as fulfilled as you wanted them to be. But over time, I think you can reach that fulfillment. Do you set goals? Yes, I do set goals. How often do you set goals? It's on a case-by-case -case basis. I think, you know, right now, so with the book coming out, you know, you, over the past few months, write it down, make a plan of, you know, the marketing plan, the publicity plan, like things you want to do and what's, what's on the agenda. Um, you know, it kind of, sometimes I don't write them down. Like, even if you're talking about, like, you know, we all think about our diets. You know, we all think about, you know, sometimes for me it's, okay, this week, you know, I'm going to try to go to Pilates twice this week and, you know, stick to it. And then if you actually do stick to it, even on that small scale, it really can be a huge confidence booster to just even take those little things, even if it's just, I'm going to have a salad for lunch today instead of, like, the cheeseburger. It can make a difference. What's the difference between a go-getter girl that remains feminine and sensual and in her femininity versus someone that doesn't? 
Well, I do think it's a kind of the essence of go-getter girlness, in, in my mind, is, is sort of an element of sensuality and stylishness and femininity. Um, you know, granted, you know, there are all, all kinds of go-getter girls out there, but that, in my mind, was kind of one of the, the components of it. And I, I think, you know, I think that is a sort of a different version of the, the working woman that we're seeing more and more now. You know, you, we saw it a little bit with, like, Sex and the City, you know, these, like, power women and, like, Lipstick Jungle. And these were, you know, sort of characters. And... But those women are everywhere, like in our in the work world, and they're just the women who kind of seem like they have it all together, like everything's so easy and effortless. But there really is work, and there's you know it's it's um you know it's something that if if you want to be like that too, you can be like that too. So there's really nothing women can't go go after. I yeah, I mean I that's that's my opinion. Sure. What yeah. is something that you are going after now? Like what is Deborah the Go Getter Girl? going to go get? The book process has kind of spurred a, a transition for me because I was doing law for like a brief period of time and the book sort of gave me, um, I would say, a natural exit from a career path that I wasn't sure was the right one to begin with. And so, you know, my goal is just to, you know, continue to hopefully, you know, do more books and kind of, you know, talk to women who have amazing stories to share. and you know, get to that next level of, you know, as authors, people talk about like platform building and those kinds of things. And um, that's where I'd like to go. So on the show, we, we're all about change, as yeah. you know. So I have a couple of specific change questions. Okay. What is the best change you've ever made? The best, hmm. I think um, becoming a non-procrastinator. And that was, a very quick transition that happened the first week of law school when I was, uh, you know, working full time and started law school at night. I kind of thought it was going to, and this is very naive of me, very naive of me to think it was going to be like a hobby. Like I loved, I liked school, I liked, you know, learning, and I just kind of, I liked the job I had during the day, and I just kind of signed up for law school and started, and it was. A very and it's very intense. Anyone who's done grad school or you know college, anything, it's it can be very intense. And that first, I would even say that first thirty days was one of the most difficult periods because you're kind of thinking, oh, why did I do this? This is so intense. Like, how can I do this? But it it stripped every single um, procrastination bone out of my body um, over the next, I would say, even after those first couple months and. Um, my writing style changed. I am now someone, as a, some writers sort of wait for the inspiration, but it really taught me, um, no, you don't just wait for the inspiration. You just dive in, you do it, edit later. And I think that can apply to many areas of your life. You just don't have to wait for that perfect moment. Just start where you are and you know, go back later and edit what you don't like. What is your motto? What is that thing you always tell yourself? Whether yeah. you're in a low moment, a great yeah. moment, like what goes, what's the disc in your head? I kind of want to get in there and sort of yeah. make sure we hear it from you. No, I mean, I, I really like, um, my, my dad is a very spiritual kind of person. Um, did a lot of yoga in his, his days and things like that. And, you know, one, I think it's, I think it's a Buddhist proverb that um, is when the student is ready, the teacher is there. And I think, 
I, you know, sort of replay that a lot in my mind because I think sometimes you want to be at a certain place and you think, okay, why isn't this clicking or why isn't this working? Um, and then maybe later on in retrospect, you found someone who really gave you that piece of wisdom or really helped you go the direction you wanted to go. And um, you're like, wow, I, I was ready for it then. And that person came into my life at, at the right time. And I think that's, you, if you just, you know, it's kind of an intangible thing to sort of grab onto, but I, I think it can, it can help. What I'm going to tell our viewers and our yeah. listeners is I think you're showing up as the teacher <laughs> for a lot of people, a lot of oh, girls, a lot you. of women, a lot of people who might not know where they're going. Um, I think that's probably going to be like, you know, who you are here in the world. So all I can say is get the book, the <laughs> Go-Getter Girl's Guide. Deborah really does know what she's talking about, not only through experience, but interviewing hundreds of women that we would all consider as Go-Getter Girls. <laughs> For more information about her and her book, um, please visit her website, which is www.debrashigley.com, and that's spelled D-E-B-R-A-S-H-I-G-L-E-Y. Is that right? I yes. got it right. Yes. Dot com. <laughs> Debra, thanks so much for being on the show. Thank you so much. For more interesting people, experts, interviews, inspiration, information, on all types of different life changes, anything you might be experiencing right now. Please be sure to check us out at changenation.com. Thanks for listening and thanks for watching.